Welcome to Simply Finance, the podcast series designed to educate Australia on simply everything finance. Welcome back to the second episode of Simply Finance from Positive Lending Solutions. Today, we're talking about interest rates and are they really the be all and end all of loans? Today, I'm joined by industry expert, Nathan Price. Nathan, who has over seven years experience comparing interest rates. Welcome, Nathan. How you going? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Busy, busy, which is good. So um, yeah, looking forward to the chat. Thanks for joining me today, mate. Now, one of the things that I just wanted to recap, I guess, from our last episode with Tim Wells, uh, we learned what a credit file was. Uh, before we begin today, because I think that might come into play for the discussion on interest loans, can you just explain to me what a credit file is? Yeah, definitely. So um, I guess the easiest explanation for me is a credit file is much like a school report card for your uh, credit history. So um, it houses all your credit activity, your inquiries and your applications, and it also provides you, um, I guess, a score based on how well you've made payments to your, to your credit facilities as well. So yeah, if a client um, comes to me and asks about their credit file, I sort of try and relate that back to a school report card essentially. So that's a bit of a brief description. Perfect. Now, I guess that probably comes into play a lot when it comes to interest rates. So to begin today, the simplest of questions, what is an interest rate? Yeah, so an interest rate is a percentage figure that is uh, calculated on top of the money that you borrow. Um, and the lender puts an interest rate on, on money borrowed. So they obviously get a return on their investment. So an interest rate yeah, is a percentage figure that you'll pay on top of your loan, um, which will then you know, determine your repayment amount. Okay, so you mentioned repayment. What actually is a repayment? Is that, I guess, the amount that I'm paying per month or per fortnight? Yeah, 100%. So your repayment essentially is your out-of-pocket cost. So when you're entering into a finance agreement, there's a few things to consider. So you're obviously borrowing a certain amount of money. There'll be potentially fees and charges on top of that, as well as your interest amount that we briefly spoke about. That will then provide you with a repayment figure. Um, Comparing apples with apples, your repayment figure is the truest um, I guess, figure to look at because that's your true out-of-pocket cost. Well, because one of the things that I've noticed is that interest rates can vary a lot uh, from lender to lender. Uh, different car yards have different interest rates. How are the interest rates calculated? Yeah, there's a bit of a thought process across um, different lenders on how they're calculated. Um, the easiest way to think about it or explain it is it's really, a, I guess, a risk versus uh, reward sort of uh, mentality. So the higher your risk, the higher your interest rate generally will be. Some of the things that impact your, I guess, risk profiling with with a a lender is things like your employment status, uh, your employment duration, residential history, your credit file and credit score that we spoke about before. Um, And all of those things go into play for the lender to say, hey, um, you know, Nathan's a a low risk client, so we'll provide him with a low interest rate or he's a medium risk client or a high risk client. And then as a result, they provide you with that interest rate. And then based on the amount of money you borrow, that will then determine your repayment, which as we said, is your out-of-pocket cost. Okay, perfect. So I'm assuming the lower the interest rate, generally the better. One of the things that I've seen in the past driving around Adelaide is these 0% interest rates advertised at car yards. Uh, How do they work? Are they a good deal? What do they say, Matt? I think they say there's uh, no such thing as a free dinner. Um, So, (laughs) and the other comment is, you know, generally if something's too good to be true, it usually is. So, um, it's one of those things that you need to look into carefully. We always say check the fine print. Um, 0% interest, a dealership is not going to be able to, I guess, lend you money and not get a return on their investment. It's just not, it's not going to happen. It's not smart business and they won't continue to make, you know, be able to be running, running a business if they're not making profits. So some of the things to be mindful of there is, as we said, the single source of truth is your repayment. If you're 
looking at apples for apples, the same lend amount, the same loan terms, so the same length that you're borrowing the money, um, and all of the other, I guess, variables in the loan are the same comparing apples with apples, then look at the repayment figure. The lowest repayment figure is going to be the figure that you are out of pocket. And again, if you're comparing apples with apples, um, that's the figure you want to look at. Some of the traps, I guess, for young players on the 0% interest, the 1% interest, et cetera, et cetera, is that you'll see that there is absorbent fees and charges to set up the loan. Um, they might put the car price as a non-negotiable. So they'll say the car is $44,990 and we'll give you 0% interest. Whereas if you shop around, you might get the car for 42000 So theoretically, your comparison interest rate um, with extra fees and charges might then be six, seven, eight, nine percent So again, always comes back to that repayment figure. And like anything, if you think you're getting the best deal in the market, always best to chat to, a, to, to an expert and, and have them write, run their eyes over it as well. Perfect. Now, we sort of spoke a little bit before about credit files uh, and you mentioned credit scores. Can you just explain a little bit about what a credit score actually is? And I know there is such a thing as a low credit score, which is maybe not such a good thing. How can I then get a good credit score? Yeah, definitely. So coming back to that analogy I used briefly earlier around the school report card, your credit score is like your grading at school. You know, if you've been an A1 student and you're getting high marks and distinctions and whatnot, you'll get an A plus or an A, which will be, I guess, a higher credit score. Credit scores do range anywhere from 1,200 being the maximum. Um, but in my seven years experience, I've never seen anyone that high. Um, to be honest, I'm not even sure they even get there. But um, yeah, that, that's the figure that, that essentially can be got to. Um, a low credit score is not ideal. However, we do have specialist lenders that we can use. It all comes back to that, um, I guess, credit activity. And as we said earlier, things that you can do to positively affect your credit profile and your credit score and improve your credit score is making sure that when you're ready to buy, you minimize your finance applications because um, every application you do make for finance is put on your credit file and then can reduce your credit score. Other things that you can do to increase your credit score is making sure that you're paying your finance facilities on time. So that's things like even your phone bill, gas, electricity. The government brought in, I think, two years ago now, maybe even longer, three years ago, the, the positive comprehensive credit reporting. Now, that use of a better, I guess, jargon, it's, it's basically rewarding people for positive payments, which they never used to do. They would negatively impact clients for poor payments, but you didn't have the ability to rebuild that credit history. So the best thing you can do is pay your finance facilities on time, credit cards, car loans, personal loans, phone bills, gas, electricity, and that will then put you in good stead to increase your credit score over time. Okay, perfect. Now, how do I find out what my credit score actually is? So there's a couple of different ways. Um, just be mindful of the online advertising that says, you know, um, you know, click here for a credit check or, or whatnot. Some of those institutions can um, then put a mark on your credit file and try and sell your product. The best way to do it is one of two ways. Equifax is the credit reporting bureau that is widely used. There are a couple of others, but Equifax is, is probably the biggest in the country. You can contact them directly for your credit file to be provided. Alternatively, if you were to use a broker like us to investigate a finance solution for you, we would be able to obtain that credit file on your behalf and then could provide you with a copy of that at no charge. Okay, perfect. So let's just say maybe I'm a borrower uh, and I want to reduce my risk to a lender uh, so I can get a lower interest rate. Perhaps what are the best ways for me to go about doing that? Yeah, definitely. Um, stability in your employment and residence are, are probably the biggest key drivers. So if you're full-time or permanently employed in a part-time role or something like that, and you've been at your employer for a lengthy period, again, I know that's quite broad, but let's say 12 plus months, that's a big tick. 
if you haven't been moving around house to house, you know, every three to six months or you're in a rental for a longer period of time, that's a really good uh, risk mitigator as well. Things like having cash fallback, so some cash savings um, and I guess good banking conduct. So a lot of lenders are asking for bank statements these days, making sure that you don't have any dishonoured payments or late payments or missed payments or anything like that. Um, and those three key things are really positive indicators to, to reduce your risk. So um, yeah, cash fallback position and stability in employment and residence are the two big ones. Okay, cool. And one of the things I always hear is that brokers make it easier for me to get a loan, or at least it makes it easier for me to apply for a loan. Do they also help me get a better interest rate by using a broker? Yeah, 100%. So, so our job's to, um, I guess, specialise in that lending space to not only make it simple, fast, efficient and easy, but also find you the best deal. Um, I'll give a quick comparison. If you were to approach your bank, they would have a singular product. That product would come with a band of, of interest rates between sort of low and maybe high. Um, but if you didn't fit that, they wouldn't have a product for you and they would probably decline your application. Currently at the, at the moment, we've got 25 plus lenders on our panel. And depending on your circumstances, we can find lenders that you know do fit. You might only have one option, but you may have 15 different options. So we would then find the best one for you. So yeah, our job is to find the most competitive rate across all the lenders that we have. And we can also then um, specialise in, in you know, what potentially might be difficult circumstances that your bank or, or a general sort of walk-in lender might not be able to assist with. Okay. So I always see these like, comparison rate tools online. Uh, I'm assuming they're not just comparing the interest rate though. So what else are they comparing with a loan? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting term because yeah, you're right. It's not, it's, Probably not the best comparison. I'm not probably, it's not the best comparison. What a comparison rate is in a sense is your base interest rate. So let's say 5%. And then when you add your fees and charters on top of that, you can then reverse engineer the figure to get what would be called a comparison rate. We always talk basics to not confuse people because a comparison rate can be really, really confusing if you're not skilled and if you're not in the industry. And let's be honest, if you're using a broker or you're trying to access finance, you're probably not writing finance loans yourself. So um, the comparison rate essentially is just determined based on the fees and charges and other associated costs packaged on top of the loan. The key thing comes back to that repayment. If you're looking at the same amount borrowed over the same length of term, irrespective of the interest rate and there's no other you know sneaky things going on from whoever you're talking to the repayment figure is always the thing that you should come back to so yeah one percent comparison rate three percent comparison rate you know understand the figures that you're looking at how much am i borrowing what is the loan term get the repayment figure and then we can look to beat that for you okay so so for you then what are i guess the most important things for me to be looking for uh, to help me choose my best loan um Firstly, irrespective of the, the figures, um, I always sort of incentivize clients to buy on honesty, integrity, speed, efficiency. If you like the person with, that you're dealing with, personally, I, I might pay a little bit more for that service. If it's purely dollar for dollar, um, it's around understanding what figures you're, you're referencing. So again, what is the amount you're looking to borrow? What's your ideal loan term? Is it three years, five years, seven years? Um, and then obviously, what's the car or the asset that you're looking at purchasing? Because that, you know, it, it does actually change that from lender to lender. So having a bit of an idea of the asset is really important. We get a lot of clients come to us asking, oh, what's your best interest rate? 
and, and through that questioning process, we need to understand a little bit more. So um, there are a couple of things. There are some documents that we will need through that process, such as pay slips, identification, and potentially bank statements. So having them available on your phone um, to, to put through on the phone call is really uh, helpful as well. That makes our process a little bit quick and easier. Um, and just a bit of an idea of when you're wanting to buy. You know, are you looking to move straight away? Is it a three month down the track thing or are you just looking for some information? Um, that'll just help us guide you a little bit better on the first phone call. Okay, so lastly, and I guess following on from that, uh, if I'm wanting to apply for a loan, what are the things that I need to do to prepare myself for applying or getting that loan? Yeah, brilliant. Um, any sort of outstanding credit facilities, just making sure they're obviously paid up to date and on time. Um, if you've got a credit facility such as a car loan that's had some poor payments, that might reduce our ability to get a really sharp interest rate. So I guess it's a very broad term, but make sure your financial affairs are in order. Um, you'd ideally obviously want to make sure that, that you're employed in most cases. So if you're going through any job change or anything like that, um, then, you know, we want that level of stability. So understanding what the future looks like for you is important. Um, and then again, you know, what sort of asset are you looking for? Cause I just want to buy a car. Um, it is quite broad, bit of an idea of how old you think you might want it to buy. Is it private or dealership sale? Those sort of things can determine which lender we select and therefore can, you know, reduce your interest rate if you know what you're looking for. Awesome, Nathan. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today, mate. I think it's definitely helped to open up my eyes a little bit about interest rates and how to apply for that loan. So I really appreciate you joining me. No worries. Thanks for your time, Matt. Cheers, listeners. Take it easy. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Simply Finance, brought to you by Positive Lending Solutions. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can find both myself, Matt Tarrant, and Nathan Price across all social media platforms. And of course, Positive Lending Solutions via the Positive Group Facebook page and on LinkedIn. Be sure to join us next week where we'll be discussing car loans and exactly how they work. We look forward to joining you then.